Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today's episode, we are dealing with a movie called Ambulance. Stacy, please give us your impression of this movie. It started off strong. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that much. It's one of those movies where you get enough information in the beginning. I know I said time and time again in quite a few movies that we've watched that they don't ever give us enough information to to follow it and see what's going on. But I like in the first few minutes of this movie that it told you what you needed to know. Now, I'm going to be 100% honest. From the trailers for this, I had a misconception coming into this movie. I didn't pay attention to the movie being a Michael Bay movie or I would have been more prepared for explosions, blah, blah, blah. I honestly thought this movie was going to be Jake Gyllenhaal and um, the other characters in this movie running around saving people in an ambulance. I did not know that it was going to turn into what Stacy's about to explain in just a moment. Right. I, I agree with you. I thought... I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. It was named Ambulance. So, again, I thought, like you, it was going to be people running around in an ambulance all day saving people. Um, of course, it just came out this year. Um, everything going forward, you know, might throw some spoilers in there. So, if you don't want to hear it, um, give us a little break. Go watch the movie, you know. Give yourself about three hours to get through it because it, it was very long um, and then come back and listen to us um, everything we say is just our opinion and our opinion alone don't let us sway you from not watching it okay um, now I'm not going into any detail of the movie before I say this um, after knowing that this was a Michael Bay movie um, think about this movie like this in this reference Bad Boy movies were made by Michael Bay. They had a lot of explosions and a lot of things that were prolonged for no reason. I'm not going to base this on any of his Transformer films because they are actually the bulk of his good work. This movie was basically, to me, Bad Boys with Ambulance in it. And uh, for me, it wasn't that the movie was a letdown. It was that the movie was drawn up. This movie should have been an hour and 30 minutes. This movie should have been in the veins of like a... Another movie like Unhinged. Unhinged was a movie that got straight to the point and, you know, had a story and then it was just done. I mean, they had a lot of different stories in this movie, so I can see why it needed to be so long. Um, granted, I didn't know that it was going to be a 136-minute runtime, and, like, it took forever for us to get through. I thought we were... You know, oh, it's almost done, but it turns out we were only halfway through the movie. So, like, it gives you, I think, what, like, three different stories, I guess? Yes. You can say, get through. Um, we're just going to spoil it right here. So, here's your last chance to, to, to turn us off until you go look at it. Um, basically, you got your two brothers. Um, they go rob a bank course you know that's not all of it but you know I'm not going to tell you everything I want you to watch a movie um, <laughs> so they go rob a bank it goes bad they steal an ambulance people die um, people live uh, they end up at the hospital and it just I will say I didn't like the end because I like to have a finish to my story I don't think there's enough here for us to get a second movie and I don't think I would want one but I want to know what happened to those two people 
But in Michael Bay fashion, I will say this, it ends like every Michael Bay right. film Right. I'm not saying, you know, it wasn't, or that I was surprised by the ending, but like I said before, I want to know. I, I need that follow-up, I guess. And like I said, I don't know about, y'all know I'm always a numbers person. I don't know what the box office performance for this movie, but I do not think that it did very well in the box office uh, compared to what it was up against. I know that um, there were other movies that were, you know, better in some areas, but I will say this. I mean, I think it's the runtime that probably got a lot of people. I mean, who wants to sit in a theater for more than two hours? Like two and a half hours if you count previews. Right, and, and I can I can say this. The only thing that I think that gets that kind of volume would be a Star Wars movie, a Marvel movie. Something, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Something, yeah, something that's got a, a feeling that people can get into. This is just a one-off movie. That, right. That, you know. So, right. so, so here's my rundown. Um, we got to know these two brothers. Uh, we got a backstory on the father. Just a little bit. We didn't get enough about the father. I think we got just enough. Enough to make us curious, but enough to know what happened. Right, but we weren't told what happened to the father, were we? I don't think so, but it, I'm pretty sure it was implied that the daddy, that the dad passed away. Okay. One way or another. And um, we didn't truly get a backstory on how they became brothers, because um, one brother's black and one's white, and the right. black one was adopted into the family. But we never get that full story of why he was brought in. But we do know that somewhere along the lines. He realized that there was a separation between him and his brother, which was played by Jake Gyllenhaal. So he goes off to the military. And then we get our story at the very beginning about the brother that's black. Um, what is his name, if you don't mind finding that for us? Will. Will. All right, so Will, in the story, you know, you get a, a good a good feedback of why he's involved in everything and why he's doing stuff. Right. The thing that killed me was, was that with Jake Gyllenhaal, you really don't understand why he was out here family business it, it said it in the movie yeah like essentially he was doing the same thing that his dad did he was a very well-known criminal and the dad was very um straight to the point you know i'm gonna commit this crime and i don't care who dies in my tracks but the son yeah i'm gonna be a criminal but i'm not gonna kill people as i do it like, I'm not saying he's not going to kill people, but I feel like there's a little bit of humanity in his crimes. I... Okay. And, and what I can get from this is I can take two things here. I can say that Jake Gyllenhaal's his father, he was more prolific. His father was a legend because he was older and he did stuff at a different time. But mm -hmm. like you said, uh, the involvement of the different parts of the police going into the FBI uh, got the story intriguing, but I wanted to get deeper into the story between... Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character in the FBI agent because I felt like we got pieces of it, but if it had, if we had to get a little bit more context or even maybe a flashback, See, I, I still, I think you're, you're digging a little too far here. Like the movie was already long enough. We don't need everybody's backstory. Like we got enough of it. We know that Will and Danny are brothers. Will is black. Danny's white. Will was adopted into the family. We have no idea what happened to the mother. I'm going to say at some point, they, when they were both young, she passed away. And they could have said something along that line in the movie, but I missed it. Um, Will is having financial issues, obviously, so he goes to his brother for help. Because his brother is a known bank robber. Like, that that's what he's famous for, is robbing banks. I don't remember how many times they said in it, but the, the FBI agents, you know, 
gave gave us that number. And then the FBI agent and Danny, you know that they're related because they went to school together in different ways, and you'll learn that in the movie as well. Yeah. So it, it gave us enough information. To a degree. And, and the only thing that got me, too, is our, let's talk about the FBI agent. Okay. The FBI agent story, he is sitting in, in with his uh, companion, and they're in a meeting with a shrink, and they're talking about whatever. When that comes into play into the storyline, it made no sense when it first started because, like you said, it did build up to a backdrop later. Right. But the insertion, I think, was improper in the film. There should have been... No, I'm going to disagree with you again. And this is the first time, you know, you guys are going to hear us argue. Um, It gave enough information. It showed that he was a person. It showed in that he's having issues too. And it gave you a little bit of a break from the gore and the killing and the chasing. Like how, how long can you sit there on the screen watching cop cars chase an ambulance? Yeah. So one spoiler I do want <laughs> one spoiler I do want to give away real quick and I and and this is about the actual heist. When the heist goes down, uh, their team obviously gets annihilated by the police. And in the same breath, I don't think any police got killed in the first initial run, did they? But no, the, I think they did. I because there was what a group of five or six or whatever, like an like another spoiler coming up here. All of them die except for two. True. So and that's that's the whole movie is you're watching cop cars chase an ambulance. Because one of their own is in the back, so they won't kill them. Like, so throwing that in there as a little bit of a break is, okay. Okay. So, (laughs) normally like we do with these reviews, we give a little uh, summary at the end. So, I'm going to do my summary like this. Um, I've watched a lot of movies this week, and this has been a a traumatic week for me in movies. (laughs) And, uh... Because we endured something that I won't even talk about on our show. But no, you, I mean, everybody should watch it as well. Yeah, like, uh, definitely. Uh, there was a movie called Ebola Syndrome that we both sat through and watched. Yes. Uh, you can check out uh, my um, review on LFG with Galaxy of Films for that. Definitely go check those guys out. Once again, they're LFG, Galaxy of Films. And the movie is Ebola Syndrome. Do not, and I repeat, do not have any little ones or anybody that you think should not be seeing some uh, sexual activity. Yes, because this movie was very violent. Uh, at some point, we will probably go back and watch it and <laughs> to, just to get a review. As soon as we figure out subtitles. Be, yeah, once we get subtitles. <laughs> now, to finish up this movie, uh, it, like I said, we watched quite a few movies this week. Um, I want to say that this movie was a great quality, that's something that you can watch in home. Um, it could... If you're, you're an adult and you're a movie buff, this is something on Friday night that's fine. Um, will this have any replay value? No. I will never watch this movie again because Jake Gyllenhaal Hall has better movies in his uh, catalog, Nightcrawler. Um, and the thing that was eerie about this is this movie follows the same sentiment of End of Watch reverse for Jake Gyllenhaal. So if you're an End of Watch fan, definitely watch the end of this movie and you'll understand where I'm coming from on that. Right, and I mean, I, th- I thought it was an overall good movie. Um, it only left me wondering what happened to everybody at the end. Um, it didn't leave me with any issues or questions throughout the movie. I feel like they gave us enough to know, hey, this is 
why this is kind of happening and this is how we're going to fix it. It didn't leave anything in the air. It had enough action in it. I highly recommend you watching it. Okay, and since we don't actually have a rating system for this, I think right now we should start a rating system. In West Virginia, we have a great uh, place called Tudor's Biscuits World. Um, so I'm going to pay a little homage to them with this one. Because um, Tudor's Biscuit World kind of just, for some reason, I felt like it could have been in this movie. I'm going to give this movie three out of five Tudor's Biscuits. And that's going to... That's how I'm going to leave it. I know that that's probably, that's just how I'm rating it. You can rate it however you want to. But out of five stars or five biscuits, this only gets a three because there's no replay value to this. And just like every other Michael Bay film that is not Transformers, and I did say this, not Transformers, I'm never going to watch that movie again. I watched Bad Boys once. I watched the second one. If they ever come out with a third one, I won't watch it. See, the way I would rate it is it, is it something my dad is going to sit there and watch multiple times? Because my dad is a person that once he sees a movie and he finds out that he likes it, he doesn't care how many times it plays. Anytime it's on TV, he's going to watch it. And that is over watching something new. Now, you know, people don't like to rewatch movies a lot. There's, you might watch something and it was really good, but you're not going to watch it again and you've already seen it. So I guess it depends on your take, your view, whatever you think of that. Um, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Three out of five sounds about fair. Um, we've seen worse movies, but hopefully we see some better ones this year. Yeah. And um, once again, head over to WestVirginiaAndCommonPlace.com. I'm not going to say the W's anymore because <laughs> I get them mixed up. And um, become part of the culture. Uh, I know you guys love these movie reviews because that's what we hear about. Stacy's back for these. Um, we got a, a double feature. We have another review right after this one that we're going to be doing about an anime. I finally got her to watch an anime, even though she didn't know it was an anime. So, guys, once again, tune in. Um, thank you, Stacey, for coming on, uh, being an gr- amazing co-host. And uh, we will check you guys later.